When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Anybody who did me wrong over the years, and I keep up with them and watch how bad their lives are, and you love it, don't you? Well, my life is going in comparison, and I just last got a new car. You tag a minute. I'm really glad all of you have brand new cars and everything, but I'm tired of hearing about it every. Day. I do not have a new car. I've had the same car for like six years. I hit something this morning. You did? I'm did. Yeah, man. Uh, was yep. it a person? So that's why I'm. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Mahoney. The thing that I love about the garage fridge, there's no rules. My normal fridge, my wife likes organized. Like she's got everything that has its own little place organized. Garage fridge. It's like the airport, man. There's Thunder no dome. rules here. You want to sleep on the floor? You go ahead and sleep on the floor. You want a beer at 7 a.m.? Have a beer at 7 a.m. You're late for something? Sprint. <laughs> You want to pretend you're in a wheelchair? <laughs> pretend you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> Go for it. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so I'm sure that you've heard all about these uh, Boeings that are just falling apart in the air now. I don't know if you guys heard the latest, but I guess there was multiple instances where there was warnings going off on previous flights for this particular aircraft, and they couldn't figure out why the cabin pressure light kept coming on. Yeah, but it's sort of like if you're driving your car and the check engine light comes on, you're Uh like, I'll worry about that later. If it's an airplane and you've got a couple of hundred souls on that thing, like, I don't know, maybe don't roll the dice on that. Did you see the video that was taken by the passengers during the flight when that oh, blew yeah. off? Oh, yeah, they were shockingly calm. Yeah, I mean, the fact that... Um, Some. Th- th- that there was nobody... Well, the lady taking the actual video was yeah. pretty calm. Yeah. Pretty calm considering the plane was, like, you know, ripped open yeah. during flight. Yeah, pretty scary stuff, and thankfully no one was sitting right there next to where the door opened because they would have just, whoop, yeah, probably right out. Yeah, those flights, thank God, man. Yeah, but this is uh, not the first problem that Boeing has had with the 737 MAX 9 models. If you recall, they grounded all of those a couple of years years ago after there was a couple of incidents as well. Well, a couple crashes. Couple I mean, crashes, the, it was yeah. the autopilot software or yep. something was caused a, a, a couple of those and a bunch of near misses. And this is real bad. You know, like when I start to know what type of plane I'm on and I'm, I'm worrying about like what kind of flight I'm on, like what kind of 737 I'm on. If they're telling you it's a you've, Boeing 737 Max, Max Nine. You're like, uh oh. Yeah, you've you you have you have done something really wrong. And Boeing used to be, you know, like one of the gold standards in aviation. And over the last, you know, five, six, seven years, these stories continue to come out, and it's real bad. Yeah. Name something that's had a harder half decade than the airline industry. Uh, no, I mean they've made billions and billions and billions. No, and billions no, no, no. I'm talking maybe just in press. I mean, yes, they are, they are definitely coming up with it because they're price gouging all of us. But I mean, that's not that's not to say that they haven't had some of the worst 
press. As they should. Though. Absolutely. The, the worst press and the worst experience. And as far as like what's treating gone your downhill. employees absolutely. poorly. Yes, what, treating passengers poorly. Absolutely. Like a whole totally necessary industry where you, you make billions of dollars has gone downhill as far as it has. Whether you're an employee or a passenger or an executive or whatever, you're exactly right, Audrey. It's been a rough handful of years. I mean, I used to, I mean, I've been flying, my parents have been separated or, or have been divorced since I was like two. Yeah. I have been flying for 30 years of my life. And it's gotten consistently worse. I mean, yeah, it used yeah. to be. I used to be excited. I mean, think about Same. anybody who's been who's older than me, right? I mean, yeah. who's lived through like in the the flight of the sixties, where like you used to get dressed up. When you dressed up. That's yeah. how I was taught. You always dress up for the airport because you used it to was dress a, up for the airport and then go smoke your cigarettes on the plane. It was a luxury. The good old days. As it we was, say. <laughs> and it's just not that way anymore. And it really makes me sad. It's the greyhounds of the sky. Some good news today as well. Mark Cuban has sold the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. We talked about that a handful of weeks ago when it actually went down. But he decided that he wanted to hand out some bonuses to the people that are a part of the team. $35 million in bonuses that he is handing out to the staff. Depends on, obviously, how long they work there. But a pretty nice uh, thank you there from Mr. Cuban. Three point five, or excuse me, $35 million in uh, in bonuses given out to the, yeah, uh, to the staff. Not quite the Taylor Swift bonus, but still pretty damn good. $35 million, a lot of money. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, I just love Canada, or at least I love the perception of Canada, right? The idea that everyone in Canada is nice. I mean, Mahoney, you've been to Canada before. Have you found that people are nice in Canada? They're uh, polite, Dave. There's a difference between being nice, polite, and good. And everybody in Canada is polite. Same thing that we see a lot over in the UK as well. But are they necessarily uh, nice or good? That I don't know. It just seems like we've got this image of Canada where it's this, you know, utopia of everyone getting along. And free health care. Health care that actually works <laughs> right. and it's free. And you're like, oh, that just seems wonderful. It's like the it's everybody has pictured as like the better America. Yeah. yeah. It's not. There's plenty of douchebags and pieces of trash. Of they're just like you. We, but they're that's crumbling. A, they're literally crumbling. Again, it's just, the, it's, it's America. And this is why I love America. We feel like we have the monopoly on the best and the worst. We're the best of the worst. You know, whereas we realize that, like, there's just garbage and stupid people Every literally guy. everywhere on the planet. Every creed, you know, every country, it doesn't matter. There's always stupid people. Well, this story definitely lends to the image of Canada being this just very nice, innocent place. There is uh, Parks Canada. They put out a warning to drivers to not stop on highways because uh, moose are licking their cars during no, I think that this is an anti-Canada propaganda piece. Oh, really? Yes, because I don't think it has anything to do with niceness. I think it's the moose are trying to get rid of all of the mean people that are coming through, or maybe it's all the way too nice people, and they're telling you, stop stopping for the moose to lick on your windows because the moose are attacking. So the, the moose, I guess, are attracted to the salt that they put on the roads to obviously keep the ice off, and so that's like why the moose are him. coming to, uh, to lick off the vehicles, or maybe... To Audrey's point, the moose are attacking. A lot of people don't know this. We actually, um, we've been one of the only radio shows in North America that's had the courage to talk about this, Mahoney. Mm-hmm. But um, meese are a menace. Like when you have a pack of moose, it's called meese. And um, in Canada, if you misbehave in any way, they will draw and quarter you via a pack of meese. Politely, though. Mm-hmm. Politely. Yep. As Not each nicely. of your limbs is being ripped off, they'll be like, oh, does that hurt? That's what they say. They say, oh, oh ouch. No. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, there goes, a little bit, huh? oh, there goes your army. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, if I would die, please let it be by moose. Yeah. Kill me by moose. Kill me by moose. No, no. no. Mooses are horrifying yeah, animals. Yeah, they are. They're really scary. They're way bigger than I ever thought. They yeah. can run at like 40 miles an hour through like three feet of snow. I bet I could beat a moose in a race. No, you couldn't. Have uh, you ever seen a galloping moose? Dude, I can do some high knees. I mean, I need a little bit. Do I get practice? Nope. No. Gotta go cold. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call yo dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Are we over Karens yet? Was that a passing phase or is this a part of our culture now? Message deleted. There will always be Karens, but I feel like we have already passed the peak of, of you know, everyone being fully aware of Karens. Because I feel like it went a little too far. I feel like the there are people who are Karens who don't think they're Karens who are trying to expose other people as Karens. So we've to water reached this whole yeah. Karenception moment mm-hmm. now where everybody just sucks. I also think that there is a little bit of backlash going the other way as well, though, because people just got real brave. Like People just really thought that nobody on the other side was going to say something. I mean, going either way, like whether you're Karen or if you're behind right. a register, people just got like... They started like thinking that what they say behind a, key- a keyboard or what they do behind a keyboard is just how they could start acting in person and nobody oh, yeah. was going to say anything back to them. And then they went into a Popeyes and tried that ish. And next thing you know, they got punched in the and mouth. And they got understood. Got in the eye. And you got yeah. understood, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I really do appreciate that because there's some, there needs to be a little bit of social justice every once in a while. Like if there is a, a loud mouth Karen coming in or a... Just 20-something who doesn't care about their job behind a register because you're not paying them enough to care enough about their job, who's mouthing off. Sometimes I feel like they just need to be told what's up. Did you see that Taco Bell here in the Valley over the weekend? I think It's All Phoenix posted it about the, the old man slapping one of the workers at Taco Bell. No, really? What? Microwave exploded because this moron... Put a uh, probably like a chalupa or whatever their foil wine tacos oh, no. are in his microwave because he doesn't know how microwave w- microwaves work. And you're a hundred years old. Slap this young dude, <gasps> and the young guy did not beat him to death. Wow! I mean, like I was like the restraint that that young dude showed working there. Uh, I I like I like oh somebody set up a GoFundMe. He deserves to take home the Taco Bell, like yeah, the bell the of Taco Bell. bell. I know that there is one somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where we keep it. Probably underground because it's so prized. The Liberty Bell actually is the Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> oh. and the and a lot of people don't know this. The uh, that original little Yolkero Taco Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> I miss buried him. buried in the belt. Oh, yeah. yeah. he yeah. did. Yeah, yeah he, that poor dog. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys, Clayton, why does everything have the same damn door handles on it? Every car I see has the same damn door handles on it. I missed the bar with the button. Message deleted. That well, I, I, I don't really know. I not thought much about that. I mean, I guess most door handles are similar because they're, Probably they're door handles. Probably the and they don't years need, that they were made. They don't need that much innovation. Or if it works, it works. It's kind of like the Tesla door handles. I don't unnecessarily complicated. Yeah. What are we doing? I don't need to rethink this. It freezes. It freezes over the door handle and you can't pop it out. Oh, does it really? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, it's flush to the door, right? Yeah, sure. I hadn't thought about that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I like the, uh, the, the door handles that we have now because in the blazing heat of summer, you had those old ass metal 
door handles on a Buick that you had to like push wow. in the button and you know occasionally turn the key at the same time. If you're going back to way old models, yeah, it was like, like they burned the that, hell out of your hand. I mean, the fact that you're having to do like three things at once, like what are we making love? Like what's happening? Here? Why we used to have three or four separate keys. Per car, like different keys. Like, so, hang on, like, we here's got a, a different, different trunk key. Yeah, what's in the trunk? Diff- what's in the really? trunk? Really, that was a thing. There was yes. a different. There was a different door key for a while. Uh-huh. Then the ignition key. All of that. All of those were separate at one so point if you lost in time. One key, you'd never see your trunk again. And they didn't have the inside pop thing that you do now. Oh that's, man! And then that's how I, I mean, was, you used to get kidnapped back yeah. in the day. Mm-mm. People always romanticize certain ages and certain times and 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 life and like they're like, oh man, I was born the wrong generation. I was born in the precisely perfect generation because if you told me that I had to keep up with four keys just to turn my car off and use my car in just the way that it was meant to be used, I would be on a bike. Yeah, no, I want my car to be running. I want it to say hello to me when I get in, have my music playing, the exact right temperature, the whole bit. Bug like warmers? I, yeah. Could you t- <laughs> could on. you imagine telling like King Henry VIII who dropped all of his wife's heads off? Hey, you, you're hey, not going to be I've so mad if you just hang out. Yeah. yeah, I've got a car. That the seats will warm your butt, man. Or like Mahoney's new vehicle, they'll actually massage you while you drive. And warm. And and cool you down too. They'll blow on that too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Are you in love? <laughs> oh yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, you guys were talking talking about Mad Dog twenty twenty. I used to ride around with a bottle of that stuff in the glove box just in case. Not you. And uh, growing up in Columbia, South Carolina, there was a little wine company called T J Swan. Uh-huh. That made Boone's Farm look silly. That was some of the best wine until they quit making it. And uh, if you guys talk about Irish Rose, yeah. Yeah, man, you <laughs> sound like somebody who drives but, drunk. But also, the glove compartment, different key as well. It was. It was. <laughs> Can you imagine being drunk trying to open that, knowing that all your booze is in there? Son of a bitch. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So there's all kinds of drama now with the sleeveless man on ESPN. Yes, I'm talking about Pat McAfee, and it all started with Aaron Rodgers being on his show, and he made some comment about, you know, Jimmy Kimmel being on the Epstein list, which, of course, is not true. But if you saw the clip, Aaron Rodgers was joking, but still it wasn't taken that way, and I understand why. It's not really hilarious to people to insinuate they might be on a pedophile island, whatever. Um, But obviously, Jimmy Kimmel has got very deep ties to ABC Disney, the owner of ESPN. And if you think about star level, Jimmy Kimmel is a far larger star than Pat McAfee is when it comes to the ABC ESPN bubble. But I mean, as people who uh, do this for a living, you can't control what somebody else says on your network. It's your guest, right? And Pat McAfee came out and he uh, he apologized for it almost He's instantly. He's got to do damage control, and, and as you know did. you have to. But what's interesting is that this is actually leading to a lot more drama behind the scenes that we didn't really know was going on. Oh, yeah, so what's happening Pat now? Pat McAfee, like, his ratings have been... Middle okay. Mm-hmm. Have been okay. Like, he's got the lead in of Stephen A. Smith's show, and then his show is a pretty significant drop, but it's also the time of the midday day. Midday slot show the- is not really a prime sports slot. Midday spot. is a tough slot. And, right. Uh, but they're, they're talking about how, you know, there's a pretty significant drop for a very expensive show in Pat McAfee's program. But now he's starting to say that he believes that there's actually some ESPN executives that are trying to sabotage his show. 
and they're releasing ratings information before it's complete ratings information because Pat McAfee, one of his big things is that his streaming numbers are huge. A lot of people watch him exclusively online and have done that for a long time. And he's saying that these this one particular ESPN executive, he believes is trying to sabotage his show by putting out ratings before the full ratings are in Ooh. and all of the viewership is accounted for, which would only be done because this person is trying to, he thinks, yeah, but we're like take down his show from the inside. into this McAfee, you know, Experiment, experiment, yeah, that they've been doing on ESPN, and obviously he got paid, he got the bag. It, I mean, honestly, it really probably doesn't matter after this because you get fired by ESPN, you go back to streaming, you cut another, you cut another fat check with another one of these streaming operators. Um, <sighs> I think the only thing that benefits Pat McAfee in this situation is having the logo of ESPN that is beside his he also need it, Pat McAfee logo. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he doesn't need it. I think that this is a a just a a, a benefit of of branding because ESPN yeah. is a massive brand. But you're right; he has so many followers already that if the ratings are coming out, if somebody who is trying to get him off of the network, I don't find and, this to be a loss for him because they'll just go to and, his stream instead. And there's also a big difference between the way that certain media's are consumed, traditional television, the way that it's consumed is consumed different than streaming and or podcasting as well. So, you know, it's I want him to put his sleeves it, it, on. It, it may be a, it may be a square peg in a round circle, you know, or a square or a circle peg in a round or hole. Okay, whatever, you know it. what I'm saying. <laughs> square peg, round hole. Yeah. Uh, it's it's tricky when you're talking about ESPN that's so used to people bowing down to them because they're ESPN. Yes. And then you got Pat McAfee, who Pushing. is a juggernaut in his own right, and then you're putting him on ESPN, but he maybe for the first time ever doesn't need ESPN. Also, Aaron Rodgers saying that is a ratings puller. Yeah. If you're having the shock and awe, hence why you have so many shock and awe color commentators, it's because you're going on to see what distasteful and t- terrible takes that they have. I'm guessing that this is probably pretty strategic. Like, if they start to invent this ESPN executive that's trying Drama. to take down the show. It's a performance informing plan yes. type of email that you're on. And it's just, you know, again... Uh, ESPN's has its own fair share of issues in ABC and Disney over the last year plus. So if they're looking to cut a big ticket item to save some jobs or save their own jobs, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, they've, they've got McAfee in their crosshairs. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So I think it's safe to say that we are all a fan of The Last of Us show on HBO. And there we? was... What's that? Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it? No. You what? haven't seen Last of Us? No. It was nominated for a bazillion awards. Is that the one with Mandy Moore? No. No. What's the one? That's, that's, you're thinking of the, This Is Us. The Last of Us is with your 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 Zaddy Pedro Pascal. Yes. Uh, yes. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the Mandy Moore show. No. Why would I be talking about the Mandy Moore show? <laughs> There's too many shows, guys. I am I am constantly feeling like I'm drowning in, in content. Okay, well, that's one you should put on your non-existent list to watch <laughs> is, is Last of Us is actually very good. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of, like, the, the video game series, so I didn't even know, like, the, the origin for what but this But you didn't was, have to know that it was a video to. game in order right. to watch that show. It's, it's a you zombie don't need, show. You don't, I mean, if you do, you know what's coming. Yeah. And, uh... Is it going to be sad? Yeah. It's going to be sad. Buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a whole bunch of people that were winning Emmy Awards for their just guest appearances on Last of Us. And I think these are these are correct. Uh, Storm Reid won one and so did Nick Offerman. 
Yeah, Nick, and that Nick uh, Offerman episode, so yeah. maybe good. the best episode of te- television of the year. Wait, you uh, have seen it, Audrey? Yeah, up to a certain point. Oh, okay. That's why I was confused, because oh, okay. for whatever reason, I think that maybe that dumb Mandy Moore show, which yeah. I guess is also pretty good, um, came up on my feed, and that's what I, I think it was just top of mind. So the TV movie Weird Al, the uh, the Weird Al Yankovic story on Roku won the Emmy for Best TV Movie, and there was a whole bunch of other awards, obviously. But Daniel Radcliffe. I know, I know. And which I feel like he didn't get enough buzz. They because tried. it was a Ro- because it was a Roku it's exclusive. A Roku. That's that's why yeah. it's like if it was Apple TV Plus or Netflix or whatever. But if you look up. at Daniel Radcliffe, Rain Wilson, there were so many big stars in it because Weird Al is just a beloved individual in you know in in entertainment. You know, one of those guys who's always been you know kept his nose clean, has been has done everything right, and continues to do everything right. And you know the fact that you know Daniel Radcliffe is a great actor outside of everything with Harry Potter and everything else that we've seen. Uh, I'm glad that Weird Al won his first Emmy. So this is pretty cool. Uh, Shohei Otani, who we've talked about recently because of his record-breaking $700 million contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, he is in the news again, but for a good reason. He is helping out the victims of that terrible earthquake over in Japan. Uh, the Guggenheim Baseball Organization decided that they are going to contribute a million dollars, while he decided that he was also going to match that and contribute a million dollars of his own as they continue to look for survivors. Obviously, uh, you know, very bleak scene over there right now, but Shohei Otani stepping up with a million dollars of his own cash. Otani is a, uh, you know, something like we've never seen before, and the fact that he's uh, also showing that he's got compassion and generosity uh, just adds to his legend. I love watching his little pressers. He pops up on my uh, Instagram feed uh, the other day, and he just, I just want to squeeze him. Like, there's just something about him that just feels like he's just so sweet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if guys feel like that whenever they see certain, like, women or men, and it's just, like, there's just something, like, so cute and squishy about them. It's like they're, like, a little just squish. Yeah, like, you're perfect just the way you are. You're so perfect. Don't you ever change. He's got fat cheeks, too. You just want to pinch. I think that's, yeah. He's He's got fat cheeks. He's baby-like. And $700 million. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you squish him, a little change pops out. (laughs) (laughs) Is this, like, a slot machine? What is it? I don't know. So this is uh, this is interesting, Mahoney. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She is a WWE wrestler. Her name is Gianna Daddio. She goes by Liv Morgan. Yep. Uh, she no, had she a is. felony charge of possession of synthetic cannabis. Hell yeah. Dismissed in Sumter County. So the 29-year-old is still facing a misdemeanor Freedom! charge of possession of marijuana. <laughs> she was arrested on December 14th. And I guess uh, the Jeep that she was driving was crossing over the center of the line. They said they found this stuff. She's like... That's a vape pen. I don't know whose that is, but that ain't mine sort of thing. She's eating the charge for the the marijuana. But, I mean, she's a very attractive young lady. Super hot. The thing that, that pisses me off, though, is you you go by Liv Morgan inside of the ring, but your real name is Gianna Daddio. Yeah, I feel like that's what you go by. I mean, your your real last name is Daddio, and you're not going to use that? Is it no. Daddio, or is it like Dad? Like, is it pr- pronounced different? It's Daddio. Yeah. No, no, it's Daddio. Is it Daddio? Daddio? Yeah. Okay. yeah, she should be like Liv the Dad Morgan or something like that. I don't know. It just feels like you're missing I'm your daddy. Yeah, Is exactly what <laughs> yes. you would come out in the ring saying. See? Yeah, lost opportunities. <laughs> You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. All right, so there was a study that was done about the dating apps, and they said that this past weekend was actually the most active time out of the entire year for people on dating apps. And I'm just curious how that plays into your life, Audrey. Not, of course, because you're on dating apps, but because 
it leads me to believe that people are getting a little bit fidgety, right? The holidays are done. A lot of the commitments are done. You don't have all of the unnecessary holiday parties that you have to go to. And so you're kind of getting back to your normal routine. You know, we had a mostly normal week last week when it comes to work. And so a lot of people, after they've gone through all of that, realize, you know, it's time to start seeing what's out there. You have cut yourself off from Amazon, and this was the first full weekend when we weren't in the throes of the holiday. How did you fare with your Amazon ban? <laughs> I was really good about not getting on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I might have been perusing a couple other sites. Oh, you little cheater. You little cheater. She's not, Dave. That is cheating. This is, there are My rules, husband's regulations. birthday is on Monday, and I needed to get him some gifts. What okay. sites were did you go so to that outside the drip. of? I said, well, let's, yeah, that, that Just, was it. Did you go directly to the uh, manufacturer's website? Directly to the source. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I think what we're really trying to tackle here is the shopping. And I, see. I, you know, Amazon was a big crutch. It was my convenience crutch, as I'm calling it. And... Again, it was my husband's birthday. It's my husband's birthday coming up on Monday, and after that, I think is when we're really gonna be needed to, to watch so, your girl. Oh, okay, All right, <laughs> you right. know what I mean. Like I'm still ramping up, but still feeling like I'm like in the gift spirit and the giving spirit. Got so it. after again next week, do a pulse check. What, next, uh, next week, I'll need a pulse check. What do you What do you get your husband? Um, I'm gonna get him one of those pizza ovens, the uni. Those are cool. Ooh, those yeah, because cool. um, he's a big chef, and, you and, like pizza? and I love pizza. Yeah. So this is really a mutual benefit. This is a, this is this is a, this is the best kind of gift. Just like for Christmas, I got him one of those. The it's like an attachment for his KitchenAid, so he can make his own pasta noodles. Also for me, Man, you are I, like you no, are like Homer Simpson getting Marge a bowling ball. Dude, I love this for me. <laughs> Marge is a hell of a bowler, as we learned uh, from that episode of The Simpsons, though. So I think. This is, uh, I think those are all great gifts. Thank you. For sure, Dave. I thought but so, too. I also think that, like, most people's, like, resolutions, if they're going to be done, they're done by the first weekend, which we just passed in 2024. You think a lot of people blew it this weekend? Sure. That's yeah. why, I mean, I I never make New Year's resolutions. I don't know if I've ever made one. Yeah, no, and you also have not improved, as they say. That's I saw fine. a good one, though, that was instead of resolutions of, you're perfect, of things right. that yeah. you're taking away, things that you want to implement in the new year. Well, I mean, there's I think time there's time to change, and there's time to, like, if you want to do it, just do it. Like, starting on a Monday or starting on a new week or a new year, it may work for some people, but that's not for me. It's like, my thing is, I hit a, I literally always hit, like, rock bottom, and then I'm like, okay. It's now, time for change. Now, yeah. yeah. And that doesn't always just happen at the end of December. You know, right. it's, it's throughout the course of the year. See, I'm the other way where I like to justify my bad decisions by making the resolution at the most inconvenient time, which, of course, is at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So that way, when I go to the gym, I'm like, see, this is why I don't come here. It's so crowded see, all the no, time. But <laughs> guys, it's all about you're, you're going to just scoff. I know I'm about to say this. You guys are going to laugh at me and scoff at me. Never. You're not subtracting from your life. You're adding to it. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> this is the Dave Mahoney Show. The Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Yeah, I, I found my man at a yard sale. Um, gorgeous. I picked him up, I don't know, six and a half, 12 inches long. And when I want to hear some encouragement, I just press this button. So hot. Message deleted. What did she pick up? Was that like a bad? She said a boyfriend, but is that was that like a big mouth Billy Bass? 
I don't know. Should I run that back? No, no, we don't need that. But it's something about um, her picking up her boyfriend, and he's an automated something, and it says, would you like to cuddle tonight? She's played him in the background before. Oh, that's what it said. Do you want to cuddle tonight? So the yard sale culture and estate (laughs) sale people. Yeah, Mahoney? They're an interesting group, I will say, uh, because I've got some family members who are these people. Okay. And, like... I didn't know much about it until talking to them. And this, like, literally engulfs almost their entire weekend every weekend. So my wife went to an estate sale this past weekend. Where? How did we get here? I don't know. My wife told me she was going to an estate sale, and I went, what? She, I guess she had a friend that was aware of some estate sale that was happening. That's just a fancy, that's a fancy yard sale. It's yeah, a fancy no, man. yard sale, but they had like a bunch of really cool, like old school radio equipment. Oh, yeah. And I was like, get some of that for me. And she didn't. What? I know. I know. Why not? I, I mean, was it was the, the, the really cool prices? stuff was already, was already gone. And there was one thing that was obviously pretty broken. Uh huh. And. It was like sixty bucks for like an old school like RF radio thing, but okay. it was broken. And so you're yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's I don't know if she's going to become one of these estate yard sale people, but she's flirting with it. Well, did we? Where did you get yard sale and estate sale from this voicemail? She said she found her boyfriend at a yard sale for six dollars. Oh, I was she so was confused. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? Oh, so she found this little toy, mm-hmm. which it's a cuddle bot. Is that what it is? That's what it sounded like, yeah. I don't even know. I was so confused. I didn't hear the very first part of that, I guess. I was so confused where we got here. What was the weirdest thing then that you've ever seen at an estate sale that you've purchased? Well, I will say I've never come home with a significant other like Julie has. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Please leave a message after the tone. What's an organization or cause you're passionate about? Message deleted. Nothing dead inside. <laughs> the, my my company, you know, like your the, own the, company. The, when, you know, <laughs> our company. You know, when we we get you know the, the who employ us and keep a roof over our heads. I'm passionate about that. Um, we do. I mean, my brother has type one diabetes, and over the years, I've done a lot of runs for JDRF. That's one that is near and dear to my heart. I mean, of course, we're kidding. Sure. I mean, we, we do all sorts of work with but, all kinds of great charities. But if it's like, hey, just pick one. I mean, it's pretty easy for me. Like kids, yes. If kids are hungry or kids are sick, always find a way to help them. Yeah, always. Kids are innocent; they deserve it all. It's they're where they're at, and if they're in trouble, it's through no fault of their own. Right. And then when you think about us, every time that we're everything in trouble, we do, everything is yep. our fault. hundred percent. Yo, Dave and Mahoney, and all you other freaks, listen. As far as it goes with punching somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea sometimes. Honestly, I can't do it because I work in a construction industry. But I would punch every single one of them. I forgot what the other topic I was going to talk about. But anyway. Message deleted. I mean, we were talking about that earlier with uh, people just thinking that they can lip off to anyone and there's no consequences. I think Mike Mike Tyson said it best. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's got a plan. Until you get punched in the face. Some people just bark without thinking that people are going to bite back. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it has gotten to the point where I feel like you just go out in the wild and people are just, just mouthy. Just mouthy for no reason. It's like, I'm here. Or they just, because they're not getting paid enough, you know, and I totally understand that. If you pay some people more, they might care a little bit more. But if you just come up and somebody's just so unwanting to be there, 
That's it, really annoying, no, too. But there's the secret to everything, is that no one ever gets paid enough. Well, Regardless of how much you get paid, it's never enough. But also, everybody should have been punched in the face at some point. I feel like that was a learning experience for me. I've been punched it, in the face. It is very much a learning experience. You know what sucks? Getting punched in the face. Yeah, ma'am. So that, like, will teach you, you know, especially when we live in a day and age where mixed martial arts training is at an all-time high, and it comes in all shapes, sizes, ages. You don't know who's training. Yeah, out you there. don't want to get armbarred by a seven-year-old. That's just embarrassing for everyone. If Not you, for the seven-year-old. Except for the seven-year-old. If you get beat down by a middle schooler in front of all your friends, just think about how that's going to look. And their cardio is going to be infinitely cardio better than yours. <laughs> the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Well, Christmas is officially over in my house, and I'm not necessarily too pleased about it, Mahoney. I mean, I know that if, if I could come to anyone for support on this, it would be you. When did this happen, Dave? Over the weekend, so uh, my wife had already started taking down the decorations, and then it got to the point where it was like, well, the stuff outside is still up. Mm-hmm. And so I had to take all of that down this weekend. Okay. Which I did. Um, During football? No, I took it down on Saturday, so that way is to Smart not man. conflict with the uh, the footballing. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah, why? Did you? What What? What do you mean, did I? My wife was in town. Uh-huh. I drove by your house. It was Saturday you, evening. You creep. What are you doing just We're, doing a drive-by? You just drove by my house and didn't, like, stop and say hi? Yeah, I'm going to stop by your house. We were just looking at houses and stuff. You were just looking at houses in my neighborhood? Yeah. There's a, house for, there's a house for sale here. I know. I know there is. Um, but uh, I was like. I took it down on Saturday, okay. but it was, it was in the it was like, like later afternoon because it was getting close to sunset. Uh-huh. Okay. It's down. Go okay. look for yourself. Okay, okay. Feel free to creep on by again, you weirdo. <laughs> but the, also, I thought you were building a house. What you doing still looking at houses? We're always you still looking shopping? We're always yeah. looking at my, my, I don't know, man. It feels like you're I, stepping out for a, for a mistress house. My uh, my wife and I aren't even done renovating our house, and already she's still looking at houses. No like, way. Oh, yeah, she's always. Is it just like a part of the drip? Because yes. It's just, I'm not in that camp because I don't like hurting my own feelings in that regard. Certain things for sure. But like yeah. whenever it comes to like monetary value of homes. I think millennials, we're just like, look at that and go, <laughs> No, I mean, get, getting on Zillow is, you know, like late 30s, early 40s year porn. old porn. For yeah. sure it is. Really? Like, I, I, w- I would be stunned if I found my wife actually sitting there like consuming hardcore adult content. If I see her just constantly scroll- scrolling on Zillow, I'm like, she's addicted, but it's okay. It's but is she bad. getting ideas? Because you're, both of your wives are really great at interior design. Do you think that it's more for like Inspo for your own home? I feel like it's like getting ideas like if she had just married that one really rich guy, what her life could have been like. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> no, like literally my whole, my whole weekend was real estate related, like home, looking at houses. Like, I mean, that's what we like, we like doing. Yeah. You know, and like also like we like driving around too. So that's one of the things. And so I drove by, I saw your, your Christmas decorations Dave. were still up and I wasn't mad. I was like, oh yeah, Dave's keeping it. I, I held out as long as I could, but then she also made me start taking down the stuff inside yesterday, like the tree and all that, mm-hmm. and I am a little bit bummed. I wanted to give it at least one more week. I go to MLK. That's yeah. MLK is usually when I we take down all of our stuff. A couple people in my neighborhood still going strong. I saw a couple other people in your neighborhood. I know. Still, still. I was, I, I, was I, I was looking out the window last night, going, "Oh, look at those happy la, people." La, la, la. I, they still a- have their decorations up. <laughs> <laughs> Over the weekend, I read a, I read an article too, though, that it is now becoming more socially acceptable. 
to keep Christmas no. up year round. Yeah. Yeah, Socially absolutely. acceptable for uh-huh. where? The trailer park? Yeah, no, you leave that inflatable Grinch going 365 days a Next year. Next to the car baby. that don't work. <laughs> Dumbass. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Julie is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Julie, thank you for being here. Uh, One question for you before we get going today. Tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? I graduated high school, and that was about it. Okay, so Mahoney always says he's really glad when a woman plays because women aren't as smart as men. Oh, is that what I say? <laughs> this yep, is that's what he, what he says, says all the time. All the time. Huh? Uh-huh. Okay. And Audrey all hates the, the troops. Yeah, and Audrey hates the troops. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, those are the two things that are said a lot. What, 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 we need to figure out something for him to, to really just <laughs> he, he, ruin him. He punches uh, infants or something like he punch, that. He punches, he punches puppies. Yeah. He's a pumpy, puppy <laughs> puncher. Puppy puncher? Okay. Yeah. All right, so Julie <laughs> Mahoney is... This woman didn't ask for any of this information. Sorry, Julie. Mahoney is going to get up and he is going to leave the room. Mahoney, anything you'd like to say to Julie before you leave? Good luck, Julie. You sound lovely. Okay. So I'm going to ask you you guys the uh, the same questions today. There's a total of six questions. That that means that you do have a pass, Julie. I would just encourage you to use your pass sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it, okay? Okay. Okay. Question number one. According to Greek mythology, who is the first woman on Earth? The first woman on Earth? Mm Mm-hmm. Had to have been Eve. Greek mythology. Greek mythology. Oh, Greek mythology. And you do have a pass if you don't feel like you, uh, if you're confident, not confident in this answer, you can we'll always pass there. We'll go with Medusa. Okay. Question number two. What is the only rock that floats? Is it A, limestone, B, slate, or C, pumice? What? Mm-hmm. Pumice. Pumice is the answer. All right. Question number three. Mount Rushmore is located in which state? Cal- I think you said South Dakota. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Your phone kind of broke up a little bit there. On to question number four. True or false, all radioactive material is man-made. True or false? False. Okay. Question number five. You still have a pass. On average, how many hamburgers does McDonald's sell a day? Is it A, 1.8 million, B, 6.5 million, or C, 15.7 million? So one we'll million. A. a is 1.8 million. Uh, you do have a pass, yep. Julie. Do you want to use your pass by chance? Say. Uh, let's take a pass on that okay. one. Smart pass. All right. I was going to say that those numbers feel so skewed, but whatever. 1.8, 6.5, or 15.7. Okay, here we go. Final one. What is the lowest rank for a U.S. Army soldier? Private. Okay. So Mahoney is going to re-enter the room. Come on in, Mahoney, and we'll see, Julie, how many you got correct and how Mahoney does as well as you guys are asked the same questions. This is always the part that annoys me. Like, he knows that we're on. He just slowly, <laughs> leisurely walks Whatever back Whatever happened over. to the tuba? <laughs> Where's the pep in the step, man? Let's go. <clears throat> it is <Ready>? Monday. <laughs> there you go, Miss Julie. Dave, Giving him an out. Uh, a superior athlete like myself. Mm. And a superior, uh, superior mind uh-huh. like me right. makes their own way. I see. We walk to the beat of our own crew. <laughs> Question number one. In Greek mythology, who is the first woman on Earth? Venus. You said Venus. Uh, Julie said Medusa. Both of you are incorrect. 
Pandora. 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 The, the jewelry. Yes, along with the box. <laughs> Question. The, the crappy <laughs> streaming service. Remember the, what used to be good? Like Question number two. I do. What I do. is the only rock that floats? Is it A, limestone, B, slate, or C, pumice? Pass. These are real dumb questions so far. Okay. There's been two? Yep. Yep, there's been two, and Mahoney passed on that one. Julie, however, got that one correct. Well done, Julie. It is pumice that, that floats. Woo-woo. Question number three. Mount Rushmore is in which state? It's one of the Dakotas. I think it's South Dakota. South Dakota final answer? Yes. Correct. Both of you got that, right? Don't you feel like the Dakotas are not real? I mean, like, I know they're real, but I mean, I feel like it's just, we haven't actually really ventured into I've them. I've never met anyone from a Dakota. Yes, you have. There's a guy that is in our Twitch chat every day named North Dakota. He is from North Dakota. He's fake. He's a bot. <laughs> met him in person. Hey, I lived there for... I lived in South Dakota for a year. See, well, but are you year? from? You're not from there if you live there for a year, though. Nope. <laughs> Why'd you husband go there? From there. Okay, so you got the husband from there. <laughs> you got the husband from mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. Deadwood <laughs> also in the Dakota. It's like somebody's like, "Where'd you get that coffee table?" You're like, "Target." That's a nice Target coffee table. That's You're a comparing nice, her husband to a, a coffee nice, table. That's a nice South Dakota husband you got. Okay. I'm that, sure. I mean, that's how our wives. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Figure they acquired us. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Question number four, true or false, all radioactive material is man-made. False. False is true. That is right. Both of you got that correct. Uh, the sun and stars emit radioactive, cosmic, blah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> did some real good research into that, yeah. I see. Uh, there's, also, there's also naturally radioactive material in soil, water, and vegetation. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Question number five, Mahoney, on average, how many hamburgers does McDonald's sell in a day? Is it A, 1.8 million, B, 6.5 million, or C, 15.7 million? So, if you're talking about roughly 28 to 33,000 McDonald's here in the the world, Mm -hmm. it's way more than a million. So, we were at, what, six or 15? 1.8, 6.5, or 15.7. Boy, to get to 15 million, I'm going to go with six. 6.5 is correct. Good job. The world, you should see how proud he is of himself right, right now. He is gloating. I, knew, gloating. He'd, <laughs> I knew he'd get that one. Of course he would. As a man who has extensive knowledge of uh, the the, uh, the fast food trade. Julie passed on that one, and uh, you got that one correct. I will tell you this much. Mm-hmm. Julie got four right. Okay. You've got three right. Okay. It all comes down to this. What is the lowest army rank of a U.S. soldier? Private. A private is correct, and that means that Julie still wins. But I'm still undefeated. No, still not. undefeated not in undefeated. 2024. No. You just undefeated. tied. You're not undefeated. Julie did a great job. She's Julie, lovely. Julie wins. Thank you. Well done, Julie. Dave and Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know, Audrey, there's a lot of things that I think that people enjoy about you. One of my favorite things about you is that you are somebody that gets along with just everybody. Oh, I love that for me. You can drop you in a room with whoever, and you'll find a way to just charm everyone. It's if great. my social battery is charged, for sure. If not, yeah. then I'm hiding in the corners, like, looking for the booze in order to get me to that level. <laughs> but the point is, is that you get along really well with most people, at least, that I've seen, at least. Um, Decent people. Yeah. Um, the thing that you have an issue with tends to be inanimate objects. Yeah, well, dude, what in the world? What happened this weekend? You got I into another fight? fell to my knees 
in pain this weekend. And I cannot tell you. Well, no, I can. I can tell you the last time that that happened. I in I, I had to have been in middle school or, or high school playing indoor soccer, mm-hmm. and it was co-ed, and one of the guys on the opposing team kicked one of those giant tennis balls that are fake soccer balls, and if you know what I'm talking about, those things are hard. They're yeah. meant to, like, bounce around off of the parkour, those balls, and one of them went, don't laugh, yes, I'm about to say, a ball went straight to my face, man, and I went backwards <laughs> and hit my head on the court. Bonk. That was the last time that I have ever had Something smacked me square on the nose. This over the weekend, I was doing laundry, and I don't know what kind of like suction force like happened with the laundry into this basket. But as I was going boom, boom, boom on three, it fell onto the bed and ricocheted and went back onto my face with such force. Again, I fell to my knees and my nose started to bleed. You got your ass kicked by a laundry basket? I knew I was not meant for war in that moment. <laughs> I knew that in a street fight, I would be down. Audrey I would be does out. not belong on the front lines. If you, one, one laundry basket to the nose, and I was like, oh, my God. Are, if this was a person, I would just, I, oh, I was ready to fight. So you Should've had the laundry the basket. You flip it over. Yes. Nothing comes out. You're flipping, and then when it finally comes out, like uh, like you're shaking this can of like chili or spaghettios. <laughs> yes. You know, and then exactly. It, but then the, the, the force, you know, from shaking shoots it back up into your face. Oh. And my nose was bleeding. Well, you're, you, you're, you I can't heard t- the crunch. I don't see any damage, luckily, that's thankfully. What, I mean, that's there's a, actually, there's a little bit, uh, a little yeah, bit, little bit of a scar. Not, like, yeah. I mean, seriously, I was like, I think I broke my nose. And of course, my my husband thinks I'm so drama. And he's like, I'm sure you broke your nose, Audrey. I'm like, I have never experienced that, tor- that sort of pain. That literally, I say again, for a third time, brought me to my knees. Was it bleeding out of both of your nostrils? Yes. How I was long did it take around, you to recover? I was walking around with tissue in both nose holes. Did you? Really? And you're like, oh, honey, yeah. look and what happened. No, I was there by myself. So, of course, I'm pouting because no, there was no, nobody did, there to pet me. Did you <laughs> Did you FaceTime him? Because I can imagine no. answering FaceTime and you're just seeing your wife with two bloody no, things coming out I wanted of him nose. to know I suffered all day and that he wasn't there to comfort me because he didn't ask me about my day. How and I was like, him? hmm, well, you wouldn't know because I have been suffering in silence. <laughs> And he was like, thank God. I don't want to hear it whenever it's happening. I've seen the uh, the tampon in the nose uh, for, a, for a broken nose that won't stop bleeding before. Because it's tampon. almost kind of like a like yeah. a stent. Yeah. Interesting. No, I don't think it's broken, but I I get I heard it crunch in there, and I was like, this is it. This is going to be my nose job. This is my nose job moment. <laughs> so if any, uh, what is it, plastic surgeons are listening today? I my, Well, I don't know if it needs, does it look crooked? Don't mm, be mean. Yeah, does it yeah, look crooked? crooked yeah. You're so annoying. Yeah, Get me thing, seriously. Yeah, jacked up. Don't, you, didn't you, even you recognize know how invasive nose jobs are? You ever seen a nose job done on television? Uh, no. Don't. Like, well, or, I know that they chisel you out like, uh, like oh, yeah. David. Oh, yeah. It's, it is violent. Why do they got to be so, I mean, I guess you're going straight into bone, but yeah, man. So I, you're right, Dave, inanimate objects in me. I thought I was in the clear because I hadn't had a, a run-in since 2022, but 2024 is not starting off too good. Was any of your husband's laundry in that basket? Yeah, man. This, this is his fault. It yeah. was, it was yeah, his, his fault. fault. For sure he is. owes me a nose job. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. How do you really feel? Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Yo-Dummy. Please leave a message after the tone. What's a movie that you can watch over and over again? Not even ashamed, I love The Princess Bride. Message deleted. Princess what? Bride is an all-timer. Seen that probably 100 plus times. So you're Gen X. 
course of my years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, the movie that I like, I can watch time and, and time again, time, time and time again, Big Lebowski from the Coen brothers with Jeff Bridges and mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? John Just, Goodman. John Goodman. Just, Just so Jeff good. Bridges. Jeff Bridges is that movie. He's the dude. He's the dude. Uh, Audrey, I, I would ask you, but I know what it is for you because uh, you regularly bring your iPad into the studio and just have it on your iPad. It's my comfort. With no sound or anything. I rewatched one through seven this past weekend. Harry Potter is my You comfort. watched seven Harry Potter movies this well, weekend? Well, they, they play. They play. So what I do is like kind of like my Friday thing is I like decompress and I put one on and then by the time I get to like six, because that's my favorite the Harry Potter and the Half Blood Plant. Blood. Oh my God! Don't put that in blooper reel. <laughs> oh, it's Harry she Potter blooping. and the Half Blood Prince is my favorite. So usually I stop by six or seven. But my second favorite, since you asked, Titanic. It's so like I put it on all the time. So when you're watching seven Harry Potter movies back to back to back to back to back, are you actually watching it or it's just sort of in the background? No, it's in the background, okay. and then I'll pay attention, and then I'll you know just like go and meander and do things. It's my it's just my comfort background noise. I do that. Heard of uh, uh, music? See, but she does her own. Like I do something similar when I go to sleep. Like like I listen to the History of Rome podcast from Mike Duncan. I've literally been listening to it for ten years now, yeah. almost. And I've heard all hundred and eighty episodes, probably thirty five times. But it's just like I don't know where I stopped. I just let it run until yeah. I fall asleep, and then I'll pick it up tomorrow. See, the other day I fell asleep to Dateline, and I didn't like that version of myself. (laughs) Because it's always like death, murder. The whole thing is murder. And the murderer is still on the loose. And I was like, how did I fall asleep to this? Am I a psychopath? Like, why was I so comforted and lulled to sleep? Because usually it's very, like, monotoned. You know, they're not really, like, talking with massive inflection on any of those Dateline shows. But So that's how I was able to be lulled to sleep. But I wake up to like, and then he murdered her. I was like, oh my God. It's so funny that you say that because I was on Reddit the other day and there was a a thread going with a bunch of people that were giving this girl who I guess was an OnlyFans girl a hard time because she was doing these videos, if you will. And in the background, I guess she didn't mute the video or whatever it was, but in the background, she's like watching a murder mystery. Oh, no, no, no. While she's like... Going to town on herself. No. Like, what is happening, man? No, man. You got to turn it off and walk away. <laughs> and also, if you're getting turned on while watching one of those things and having to get up and like turn around so you can take care of business, we, that's also psychologically. We need right? to, like, we need to so, break that so, down. We need to talk this out. Seems <laughs> unhealthy. Yeah, hey, guys. You guys were talking about Thunderbird and Mad Dog and all that. Uh, and when I was a kid back in the 70s in Chicago, the older guys used to have this little. Rhyme, they would sit there and talk about, they'd uh, talk about getting drunk, and they would say, hey, what's the word? Thunderbird. And they'd say, what's the price? 20 twice. So they were always talking about Thunderbird and Mad Dog 2020. And uh, I had no idea what the hell they were talking about when I was a kid. And later on, I realized after I drank that stuff, <laughs> exactly what they were talking about. Uh, anyway, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Could you imagine, though, the hangover you would have if you drank a whole bottle of Mad Dog 2020 right now at your age, at any of our ages. Uh, See, you guys talk about that. I think of UV blue. That was one of the first things that I think like actually like hit for a 20-something-year-old because it was UV blue. I've never even heard of that. Oh, my gosh. It's just blue liquor or liqueur or whatever. And every You don't remember UV blue? No. I mean, the liquors on my youth, I mean, outside of, you know, like Mad Dog 2020, even though that's not technically a liquor, it's a 
what I don't know what you classify that as. You know, but I think of like Jägermeister, Rumpelmints, and Goldschlager. Goldschlager were like the ones that you would always shoot. Y'all had money. Kids today have it easy when it comes to entering the world of drinking. I mean, the stuff that we used to have to drink was basically straight unleaded gasoline. Yeah. Now they got high noons and every little flavor that alcohol's delicious now. I know. Back then, beer's good. We used to have to power through it. We used to get our liquor from the guy at Pizza Hut. Man, like literally, we would get a gallon of. The cheapest vodka because we could scrounge up 12 bucks. Oh, you got the good stuff. How old was he? 12 bucks for a gallon? Yeah, it was in a plastic tub, man. Absolutely. It was deal. Barton's. Oh, that's way better than Pop-Off. Pop-Off was the, Pop-Off was the second worst vodka ever created. The only thing worse, Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. see, I'm thinking Heaven Hill. I don't know, man. Like, it just all makes me cringe. How old was, was, the, was the Pizza Hut guy? Cause we old had, enough to buy liquor. Because we had the, the the loser 25-year-old Ed who hung out with all of us when we were, like, 19. Oh, he didn't hang out with us. He just bought us, it for us. He buys us. Well, he oh, tried to hang out with us. even a bigger simp? Yeah. Uh, he, he, didn't get, he didn't get to hang out? So it's the seven ways... Uh, Kevin and Bacon, but mix it with alcohol. We had a buddy of ours who worked in Pizza Hut who would say, hey, this is for my girlfriends, and he was the simp. So he, we would give him the money, and then he wow. would get it from the guy at Pizza Hut. And then- Wait, he was a, he was like a, a drug mule for a gallon of liquor? And yeah, he we called even- him Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve didn't even get to hang out with you guys? No, Scuba got to hang out. Okay, but the other guy, Scuba was- I don't even know his name. Other guy at Pizza Hut. That's high level. Yes. That's that's good. That's like mafia. That's, yeah, insulating yourself smart. Smart. You don't need me. Hey y'all. Uh recently around my uh hometown there was a story about a chiropractor in the area that uh was caught, you know, doing the deed with some of his patients uh within his facility. Pretty weird story. Uh, I was wondering if there was any stories they all knew about a professional being uh, unprofessional. Is that being unprofessional? I mean, as a chiropractor, like I need my back loosened up. Hey, I got an idea on how we could do that. (laughs) 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 Goes the weasel. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God! (laughs) Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Can't believe I have to say this, but let's please not jump totally naked into the Bass Pro Shops Aquarium when there's kids around. What is wrong with people, Do man? Do that when they are closed and nobody's there and you've broken and entered. No, man. This is how kids, like, kids today, they're too soft. Like, show them some wackos in the wild to make them understand that this is this this could be you. I we feel like... Them. We don't have dare anymore. We don't have scared straight anymore. Are kids really that soft today, though? I mean, Absolutely. like the, the yeah. amount of things that they get exposed to on the internet. Like back in the day when we were growing up, I mean, Audrey, you're an internet kid basically from the jump. But from I mean, jump. Mahoney and I were the last generation that made it through where our parents could actually protect us from seeing things yeah. for a certain amount of time. Yeah, but we until were still we allowed to go outside, man. Yeah, it's I know. Like you, but- you're, you're soft because you don't experience anything other than your phone. Well, this man, George Owens, 42 years old, stripped totally naked and jumped into the pond inside of the Bass Pro (laughs) Shop in Leeds, Alabama. The incident occurred just before closing. Videos captured the man executing what they called a cannonball. I saw the video. I was curious. I had to watch. It looked more like a dive to me. Yeah, that wasn't a cannonball. It didn't look like a cannonball. It's funnier if it's a cannonball, but he didn't do the cannonball. And also, can opener probably would have been the way to go. That's the one. That's what I would have gone with. But uh, uh, George, what's his name, right, Dave? His name George Owens. That's right. Uh, George Owens, you got a tiny wiener, man. (laughs) I mean. 
bro. You can't be, you can't, I mean, like, that thing don't hang. I mean, I get that. That ain't like, even a guppy. I get that the Bass Pro Shops Aquarium, probably pretty chilly. Yeah. But, like, you got to you gotta take that into a, a, a account. I mean, wear some shorts. Wear a Speedo. It's just Something. funny. Something. Anything, man. Now you're going to, now you're going to go to prison. He was arrested by the cops. Uh, he did uh, put up a little bit of a fight. He did kick one cop in the groin and damage the back door of the police vehicle. So he was having. You can't be kicking cops in the groin when you're naked, too, because that's how you get literally tased in the nuts. I will say that as far as fighting somebody, fighting somebody that's naked is where way scarier than fighting somebody with clothes, right? Way without a doubt. I mean, if yeah, there's nothing scarier than an un. Who's wiener? Like a feral wiener? If I mean, if a you're, wild wiener? Right. If you're just out there willing to fight somebody totally butt naked, like you've got so little to lose at that point. Like, you are just, a, you're reckless. You are, man. That's really concerning. Um, you, I hope that's Did you see the picture of him all spread eagle there in the, yeah, just kind of letting it all hang out? I hate, oh my God, he does. I was, you, of course, show me a photo that is the smallest black and white photo ever. Every time that I try to show you a picture, you complain. Every because time. Because what is Can that? you see it or not? He is no, naked. I can't you even. Really, do you really want this to be an 8K? You don't want it. You don't. You don't. Yeah, Trust me. Yeah. We've we've seen it uncensored. And that's the reason that why it's so small and pixelated. Yes. <laughs> that, that doesn't warrant us using the uh, cyan and magenta color ink. Yeah. While this may be small and pixelated, uh, George Owens was small and dick-pixelated, which oh. was <laughs> why you shouldn't be jumping in there. Warning. The following stories were performed by true redneck professionals. Do not attempt unless you married your cousin. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Man, this is just wild. So you guys remember that story that I told you, I think it was last week, about the woman who had gotten into a fight with her boyfriend. It was just after Christmas. She decided that she was going to hit him with the actual Christmas tree. Yes. She's back in the news. Did she hit someone else with the Christmas tree? No, she hit the same guy. With something else. Like a New Year's hat? Did oh she poke gosh. his eye out with a New Year's hat? It was on New Year's Eve. Okay. She grabbed a vase and hit him with the vase. That's how you celebrate Happy New Year. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Okay. Certain certain cultures certain and traditions. Cultures? Yeah, yeah, well, you, you, you beat your you beat your spouse with a vase. That's how you know that that they really love you in certain cultures. Is that you know, at Christmas time, they hit you with a tree. New Year's, it's with the vase. What's this so- woman whose name, again, is Miracle Rivera, she was arrested for allegedly assaulting her boyfriend with a Christmas tree and then later hitting him with a glass vase on New Year's Day. Are they married now? Is that, does that mean they're married now? I mean, are you common? You glass. Is that you common law? Is that no? Step on it. Ow! So she had oh. been previously arrested on Christmas Eve for the Christmas tree attack, was released on Christmas Day, had only been out for a couple of days, Bro. and the next thing you know, boom. She's an abuser, dude. Like, I don't care how good that booty is. It's got to be real You got to right? get away. No, man. Like, man, she Stick attacked with you no. with a whole-ass <laughs> Christmas tree, and then you went, you went back to her, and six days later, she attacks you again, <laughs> man. She's an abuser. And what sucks about, like, women abuse, too, especially, like, for being a man, like, What's the retaliation? You punch her and you're a dude and then you're going to jail. Yeah. That sucks. You're just getting walloped on the head with a vase and a tree. You're right, Mahoney. Get out. Yeah, before, before, before Valentine's Day, it'll be an arrow, arrow. through the heart. Yeah, man. Don't, hopefully she hasn't seen the new Hunger Games movie. What's up with her, like, in holidays? Right? Like, it's, is there something that you didn't... You didn't get gifts when you were a kid? Like, why are you so angry around this time of year? Dude, MLK nice. is next week. Yeah, oh, look Bro. out. Time to leave. Oh my God. So I know it's early in the year, but we have a candidate for daughter of the year. This uh, this woman struck her father, who is 73 years old, because she was mad that his oxygen machine was beeping. 
She's a 49-year-old lady from mm-hmm. Lady Lake, Florida. She was arrested for punching her 73-year-old father in the head Jesus. during an argument on Christmas morning. What is going on with these women? See, so if you feel bad that you, you know, you don't call your parents as much as you probably should, just know you could be much, so much worse. You could be much worse. You could be so much worse. Just let them know. Just forward them that story. Have Uh, you seen the people who are online and they're jokingly, it's a joke. It's a joke because it's usually like their brother or sister and they're laid up in the hospital and they need somebody or they need somewhere to plug in their charger for their phone. And they unplug <laughs> the oxygen machine. Unplug whatever, like heart rate monitors. Hey, as somebody who was Life on support, a- you're like, yeah, sorry, needed a charge. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I was on 10%. To be fair, though, as somebody who was on an oxygen machine, I will say uh, it did annoy the hell out of my wife. The noise, the extra noise. Did She's annoy- like, does he really need to breathe? <laughs> Do you really need all that oxygen right now? This is Dave and Mahoney. So the authorities in Virginia have kindly said, could you quit that, please, to the Tunnel Girl? Have you guys seen Tunnel Girl on on TikTok? Stop digging into the ground, lady. So a woman in Herndon, Virginia, known as Tunnel Girl on TikTok, has gone viral for reportedly digging a massive tunnel underneath her house. Like, what are you doing building? Are you you in the cartel? Like, why do you need a giant tunnel under your house? Well, didn't you as a kid think that if you dug far enough, you're going to make it to China? Yeah, but as a kid, like, she's, you know, old enough to know better. She's what, She was probably just trying to capitalize off of whatever she could that was in her own space. And she said, you know what, I'm just going to dig. And authorities decided that they had a problem with it. She'd shared over 75 videos online. And part of the concern is, like, she doesn't really know exactly what she's doing and doesn't really have the permits for what she is doing. She's you have to have a permit to dig? Oh, yeah, because, you know, there's uh, pipes and all sorts of other things and other geological things that you may not know that may cause other things to shift. I mean, I'd be real upset if I was, like, her neighbor and then, like, my house just fell into a sinkhole because... You know, Tunnel Girl was out here just that digging away. That can happen away. based off of digging a tunnel? Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, hit, you, you, hit you, like you, a, you don't know about tunnel digging? I've, I've, been, I've been digging tunnels my whole life. I know that things can collapse really. I get easy. the pipes, but, I mean, like, the general uh, the structural integrity of our Earth's crust, I feel like should be able to, like, withstand more than just this chick digging a, Listen, a, a tunnel. if I have to get it approved by 37 members of my HOA board to build a gazebo in my backyard, then she should have to get some permits to just willy-nilly start digging tunnels all over the place. I think that everyone's mad because they didn't think about digging just a random hole for TikTok in their own backyard. To no, make- everyone thought of that, and they are like, no. Thanks for following. <laughs> Send more hearts. Smash that like button. So <laughs> the uh, the town of Herndon issued a stop work order requiring her to halt the project and undergo an evaluation by a professional engineer. The yeah. town officials are working with the property owner to address any potential violations of building codes. Is she not the property owner? Or is she just digging away? Like, is this like a rental? And she I, just- <laughs> I hope she, I, I don't know. I think she owns the house. Uh, but she- still, you may not, like also, but there's a difference, especially like when you live in a suburban area, you may not have uh, land rights. Yeah. You know, you own the property, but you don't have the ability to dig or the mineral or water rights to that sort of thing. And- Ew. I don't like that. Oh, even even like the boring company, like the Elon Musk company that's building these tunnels all over the place, they're running into that issue where the people that own the land that's above where they want to dig the tunnels, like, no, that's our land. It goes all the way down. What and then Apple's terms of agreement is happening on our Earth soil? Like, I what just, you, it's like, so weird, man. What? It's so weird. So you have the rights to the above ground, but not the underground. Like, that is so bizarre. Well, then I mean, in New York, you, you have the rights to the air above. Too, in, in, in a lot of cases, like you can't build over a certain 
How yeah. American. That is the most democracy, just absolute consumerism thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. See, I liked it back in the old days when you just like showed up with a flag and you're like, mine now. Yeah, yeah the now, air. This air of, is mine. This air is mine instead of having like, you know, file paperwork with a county clerk. It's just so much more complicated now than it needs to be. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Hey guys, this is Jose, long-time listener since like 1975. Just want to say you guys are doing a great job, and don't listen to what uh, all those other people say. Everybody does what they want to do, and everybody lives their own life. You guys rock. Message deleted. That's right. Listen to Jose, who has been listening to us since the beginning, which was 1975. Mm-hmm. We first started our broadcasting career. <clears throat> Before we even thought of from our parents. Yes, not even, not even a twinkle in my dad's eye in 1975. Uh-huh. What do you think your parents were doing in 75? My mom was a junior in high school. So she was just living? Yeah. Do you think she was doing the or same thing you were doing sophomore. as a junior or sophomore in high school? No, my mom's like a good person. She's a saint, yeah. And I'm a piece of garbage. You, you so. think Mahoney's mom was out in the in the streets fighting people with fence posts? No. Flipping <laughs> over cars? She was not. Oh, my gosh. She How was, did we fall so far? She like carried you parents, for nine months for you to keep a fence post in your trunk. She she gave birth to a prepared young man. Mm-hmm. Ready to go no matter what. Ain't nobody going to take her baby scout. away. That's right. I was a boy scout. A boy scout with a bat. Please leave a message after the tone. You guys ever see a finger dislocated or broken and then reset or any other joint on the body, elbows, ankles, fingers, or toes or whatever? Message deleted. I dislocated my thumb. You have? Oh, yeah. Like, I dislocated my right thumb. Hitchhiking too hard or what? Yeah. Yeah. Playing playing, uh, men's volleyball, Dave, in high school. Oh, cool. Cool injury. Went to uh, (laughs) go hit a ball and hit an overinflated one off with Uh. just the thumb, and it... uh, Pushed my thumb back, basically to the center of my hand, and turned around. Oh, so if you were, uh, you ever uh, had uh, to get that uh, popped, uh, something popped back like that? Uh, don't recommend. Had my dad break uh, his his ring finger while he was playing a game of just like casual football outside when he was in his forties, and like the had to get the wedding ring cut off because it was swelling around it. And ew. did you see our friend Dave Hall? No, what happened? What happened to him? Uh-uh. So speaking of dumb injuries, he's, you know, he's a little bit older than us, but in probably much better shape than For sure. you or I. No question. He um, he uh, tore his Achilles oh. playing pickleball for the first time. Pickleball for the first time. I've got a friend who's wearing an air cast right now because of a pickleball injury. There's not a lot of street cred and pickleball in Well, but I think it's because whenever we get older, we have this delusional thing that happens to us where we still think we have the athletic ability that we did even just like a year ago or two years ago, and we go in cold. (laughs) Like, you just go in cold (laughs) thinking that you are the same person you were. I mean, I was probably in some of the best shape that I was in my entire life about two years ago, and if I were to go in and do exactly what I was doing then, I would probably bust an Achilles. Yeah. I mean, you just can't think like that. You gotta go. That's just no I, way. I, I'm, I'm just, going. I'm becoming more like you, Mahoney. Like even though there are there there you know where our new house is being built, there are pickleball courts. I mean, like you're talking just feet away from our house. No chance. And my wife, my wife and I were driving by it, like seeing families and all sorts. Of, you know, your wife's every, not gonna get into it. I can see your wife. No, my wife into it. wants to, but I was like, she's like, I'm like, I'm not gonna play. 
Oh, my, oh, she wants to play duos. She wants to play with you. My, no, my wife can go be her pickleball buddy, and we'll smoke cigars. Yeah, because yeah. that's the difference. That's they're currently they're active, so they're not going in cold. Like mm. your wife is a Peloton. Your both of your wives are very, very athletic. So, like thinking about you two joining yeah. them, going Meaning cold, they'll be fine. Yeah, they're while be fine. we smoke cigars, and we'll also. Be fine. Yeah, you you do the work, and we'll uh, we'll sit here, enjoy the enjoy the benefits. Yeah. Like other things. Did any of you ever get suspended or expelled from school for something? Message deleted. Yeah, I got suspended once for throwing an orange. It was in a study hall, but it happened to be in the cafeteria. Was it an uh, unpeeled orange? No. Yes, it was an unpeeled food orange. Fight? No, I wasn't trying to start a, a food fight. One of the guys across the lunchroom said, "Hey, throw me that orange," and I thought that's a good idea. And so I threw it to him, and he missed mm. catching it, and it hit the sneeze guard on the buffet. Yeah, on the buffet. Now the lunch wasn't going on. This yeah, yeah. The, the lunchroom was converted into a study hall at that point, so it was pretty quiet. There just happened to be fruit on the table. Threw it to him, broke the sneeze guard, suspended. You have to pay to replace the sneeze guard. I think so. And I, if I recall, sneeze guards are pretty expensive for a piece of plastic. But yeah, I was hoping suspended. it was like you were throwing it at his head like a fastball out of anger. No, it was, I lobbed it to him. It was an easy throw. Still got suspended. I had to, whenever I was in third grade, I got written up um, and not necessarily suspended, but I got in-school suspension. Okay. In third grade. Third grade. What yeah, were you man. in third grade? Um, I've gotten a fight on the playground. Um, she had the high, or I had the high ground, I guess, but she had the better vantage point. I was biting the top of her head. <laughs> oh, my God. You deserve that. Oh, yeah. Like a feral cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit. Like, it is a rat. Just you, gnawing, because I didn't have braces then, so I was legit like a mouse. Like, just gnawing on the top. Her scalp? What are you talking scalp? about? Yeah, just, like, ripping it off. And she was biting on my arm, and we were fighting over who was going to be Baby Spice. That shows how old I am. <laughs> we were fighting over who was going to be Baby Spice, and it wasn't even either of us. It was over like our friends who were trying to like be the fifth member of or fourth member or whatever of Kids the are so Spice funny. Girls. Y'all are just like, all right, we're just going to bite each other now. And we had to, in school suspension, we had to write, I will not bite other people. <laughs> like, how absolutely. That's like a what? pillar rule for the UFC and you're out here just small joint manipulation and biting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Audrey, tell me if you do this with your husband because my wife loves to do it. So with this weekend, for the first time in... I don't even remember how long, probably mid-November sometime. We had a weekend that was just pretty chill, meaning that we didn't have some event that we had to go to or family in town or there wasn't a holiday or people come to visit or whatever it is. Uh-huh. It was just a pretty quiet, chill weekend at the house. And so I thought, this will be a really fun weekend to watch some football. You know, there's football on Saturday, there's football on Sunday. This is just going to be a good weekend of just relaxing and kind of settling in. Instead, she thought, well, we don't have a lot going on this weekend, so we should accomplish all of our house goals. All of these projects that we've been meaning to do, we should do them this weekend. How many goals in your house do you have? It seems they're (laughs) never-ending. It's interesting you ask that. There is no list. There's just things that keep getting added to the list. But your wife, you know... I wouldn't say she doesn't have a whole lot of hobbies besides, you know, having having children uh, mm-hmm. seems to be one of those. Yeah. Uh, but the other one is making your house into a, uh, a beautiful home. Yep. Yeah, and yep. she's done a, a great job renovating your house she's so far. Done a great job. And um, so, I, you know, I try to participate when she wants me to do things around the house because that I understand that I've got a role. And it's fairly minimal at this point. But this weekend, as I told you guys, she uh, she went to an estate sale. She wanted to do some thrifting. Mm-hmm. And so she was out looking for stuff. She managed to buy a vase 
Is it vase or vase? vase? Is it vase? If it's fancy, it's a vase. If it's, if it's so, over 50 bucks, it's a vase. You got it at uh, Hobby Lobby or TJ Maxx or something. It's a vase. It's, yeah. it, it, it's more vase than vase then because she didn't pay 50 bucks for it. It was from the state sale. Someone's some dead person's vase. But did you just see recently, though, that somebody got a mm-hmm. vase or a vase from the Goodwill and it ended up being like a $700,000 one-of-a-kind vase vase? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is not one of those. Looks fairly standard. Looks like it was bought at like a Hobby Lobby and then brought to person's house. But you don't know because I don't know. this right. chick who I'm talking about was posting it online and she was like, wow, look at this great find that I had from, you know, the Goodwill or wherever she was at, the Dollar Tree or something. And she was like, yeah, look at what I thrifted. And then somebody in the comments was like, wait, hold on. I think you need to go get that appraised. And sure enough. And, and sure wow. enough. So you don't know. Look, this so could be a art collector. I'm not giving her a hard time. I'm glad that she's out with her friend enjoying an estate mm-hmm. sale, all of that stuff. But while I was at the house watching all four kids babysitting, uh, I was trying to get something done. I don't think it's called babysitting and if you're they're the own father? children. Day. Mm, I think it is. I think it is. Well, I don't think so. I think it is. I was watching the kids. That's what were you doing while you were watching the kids? Tell, well, me, so tell me what this looks like. This I decided scenario. that I was going to be productive and try to check one of the things off of the to-do list, which was to hang the flat screen TV in the bedroom on the wall. By, when you were at home by yourself? At home by myself. I've hung a lot of TVs. It's not that big of a deal. Okay, yeah, not whenever you're also juggling four kids in the, in so, the mix. And so, your wife's not there to and, handle the other side of the TV. You know, squash and so, a kid, man. Would you have your <laughs> oldest like hold up the, the bottom end of the TV? Mahoney, I'm very strong. I, I, I lifted the TV up myself. How many, how many inches? It's a 45 inch, okay, I want to say, so, so it's, it's not, not like a 70 inch. That would okay, probably be a little too span. much. But it was, it was hung high enough on the wall where I had to be in a ladder mm-hmm. to do it. And <laughs> One thing that I've learned about my kids is imagine if I was like a Dallas Cowboys fan and all of my kids are Philadelphia Eagles fans. So they're throwing batteries at you. All they're doing is coming into the room and insulting me. Because I don't know about you guys, but when I have to do home projects like that where there's a lot of frustrating things already happening, like look at my hands. Like you see this knuckle Mm -hmm. and you see this one? Like I'm like cutting up my hands while I'm trying to hang this thing on the wall because I can't find my socket set, my ratchet set. One whole minute ago, you were trying to talk about how easy it was for you to hang this thing up because Mahoney and I were giving you grief. It's supposed to be easy, (laughs) but instead I'm cutting myself up. I'm on this ladder. I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm trying to lift this TV by myself. Meanwhile, my kids just are just moseying into the room with the drink of their choice that they've gotten out of the fridge because I can't stop them. They're like, sure, it's taking you a long time, Dad. Oh, did you cut yourself? That's too bad. Sipping their Dr. Pepper. Looks a little crooked to me, Dad. I'm like, just <laughs> just mean, rotten little kids that come in just one at a time, talk trash, and then turn around and walk out. It's terrible. I'm trying to toughen you up, man. Your wife has done a great job raising them. She has, man. They're mean. <laughs> I also, feel like she's in the other room like in Practical Jokers. Like, go in there and tell him he doesn't satisfy you. <laughs> That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot.